0: Are you one of those people that you know God has called you to lead? Now, when it comes to leadership, we have so many different kind of opinion about it. Some people think you gotta be born with it. Some people think that it can be cultivated. Also, while we are talking about authentic leadership, how does that look like? And How can we embrace God's given calling with it? And is there a way that we can establish some daily habit and ritual to help us to really embrace and cultivate that God-given purpose in our leadership? That is the conversation we're gonna have today with our dear friend and leadership expert, Angela. Angela Linville, She overcame domestic abuse and endured years in toxic relationships. A single mother of four, she juggled three jobs and returned to college at the age of 38. After she finished studying, she embraced online marketing, focusing on human behavior and biopsychology. Angela now coaches others to amplify their online presence. She has been featured in events and podcasts like the Unlock Your Beautiful Masterpiece Summit, Hope Unlock Podcasts, and A Simply Intentional Life, and so on. She is also an upcoming author, Letters to My Daughters, Whisper from God. Now, let's check with Angela. Welcome to the Christian CEO Podcast. I'm Katie Butler, and I have built an impactful location independent business since 2008 with plenty of rejections, English as my third language, and lots of God's grace. Each week, we will be sharing relevant and direct advice or inspiring interviews with one intention. It's your time to go pro with your marketplace calling. Now, let's get to it.
1: Hello, Angela. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Kelly. It's an honor to be here. Sure.
0: And, you know, Angela, today we're going to talk about the leadership, you know, the topic leadership. And I think uh, in the introduction, I already mentioned to our audience how awesome you are. Uh, But I think it's always awesome to listen from yourself, you know, because from the introduction we knew that you know you went through stuff well just like you know most of us that uh the life is not always a rainbow and uh, but you went you went through a lot of challenges yet you know today you are here um uh, can you kind of take a minute share with us a little bit about your journey and how you arrived today uh to be a leader that we are admiring
1: Mm, It would be a blessing. So I'm Angela Linville. Um, I spent the first half of my adult life in and out of toxic relationships. Um, So I'm an overcomer of domestic abuse. At the age of 38, I was a single mom raising four kids, working three jobs. And God started nudging me to go back to college. I had read the book, uh, The Seven Mountain Prophecy by Johnny Enlow. And it lit a fire in my belly that I I, I couldn't ignore. Um, God started pushing me to go back to school. And it took me a couple of years to figure out what it was he wanted me to do with that. Um, but I finally landed in sociology after studying business and psychology and some marketing. Um, but I finally landed where he needed me to be. After seven years, I graduated with a degree in sociology Uh, I became enamored with online marketing and using human behavior and buyer psychology to really get your message out there to the masses and have it be impactful. Uh, So I began teaching others how to use their voice and their message to get seen, heard, and paid in the online space. And that's how I ended up here. That is so, so wonderful. Now, you know,
0: that's a First of all, talk about foundation of leadership, because um, I remember now nearly twelve years ago, I was certified by John C. Maxwell uh, as one of his leadership coach, and I will always remember what Papa John say—that's how we call him—that uh, you know everything is rises right and falls by leadership, and so now many people believe that leadership, it just, you're born with it. While other people think about it can be cultivated. So let's say in the context of uh, embracing, you know, ourselves, a God-given calling, what is your thought on this?
1: So I, we know that God doesn't call the equipped. He equips the called, right? And I remember when I was in my 20s, I read a book on birth order. And it was really, um, they were really pushing the idea that leaders are firstborn. If you're firstborn, you're automatically a leader. I disagree with that. If we look at David, King David was the youngest of eight sons, right? He was definitely not the firstborn. He was definitely not... Um, equipped to be a leader by that context. I believe leaders are developed. I believe it's, it's something that we, it's built in us as we experience life, as we experience situations, as we grow, some are called and some are not, and it's okay. Either way, God has a plan and a purpose either way. Right. Yeah, that's right.
0: And what would you say though, you know, um, for like some people, they feel like lost or struggling to identify their God-given calling, right? I heard many times that um, my clients say, well, but I don't know what God called me to do, you know, especially Mm -hmm. when they hit the wall, when they face the challenges, right? So what would you say there are some steps or practices would you recommend to help them to, to discover and embrace
1: it. So I believe God is a God of order. And I came up with this acronym for my students that helps them remember what order stands for. It stands for ownership responsibility. So what what do we own? What is ours? What is our responsibility? What can we change? What do we have the power to shift? Um, relationships. So building out those relationships, whether that's in your home or collaborations with other business owners if you're a business owner uh digital space like what are you allowing into your world and what are you putting out into the world and then your environment so like your home space your vehicle like are those organized and our resources so our time our finances i god is a god of order so he wants all of these areas in order if you think about I'm sure you've heard people say, if someone won a lottery who had never had money in their lives, within a year, maybe two, they're going to be broke again. Why? Because they haven't placed those pillars in their lives that are ordered. They don't have the capacity to steward those well. And if you go back to David, he was anointed king 17 years before he ever saw that come to fruition. It was in the wilderness that God positioned and prepared him to carry that mantle, to carry that leadership responsibility. So God wants us to have things in order in our lives. If there are things out of order, we may not steward things as well as we should. Um, Another step would be alignment. So aligning with who God has created you to be. If we're not in alignment with that, we can't properly fulfill the calling that he has in our lives. And if I think about myself, I've been a runner for most of my life. I've in and out of toxic relationships, right? I've always been prepared to run that fight or flight mode. If I was in a situation that was hard, I was ready to run. If I was in a situation that was uncomfortable, I was ready to run. And there was a point where God started calling me to leadership. And I argued with him. I was like, no, Lord, I'm. I Like Moses, who, me? No, I think you've got the wrong person. If you want to release the words through me, that's fine. But find an Aaron to actually speak those words, right? So I had to come into alignment with who God created me to be before I was able to lead the way he'd called me to lead. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So since we are in the topic of um,
0: purposeful alignment then, right? I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of talk about, you know, finding finding your purpose. And what would you say that, you know, how do we find that alignment? and how Or how do we know when we are out of alignment? I think that is now when audience, they are listening now, I think this is a question that pop up in their head, say, well, mm-hmm. Angela, that sounds great, right? You You talk about, had to be aligned with what God called me to do, but how do I know I am in
1: alignment? Or how do I know when I'm out of alignment with the Lord? Mm. So you said something about purpose, and I think there is a, there's a big difference between our purpose, our calling, and our assignment. Uh, our purpose is, I think we all have the same purpose. It's to know God, to love God, to make Him known, and to be loved by Him. That's our purpose. Our calling is how we do that. It is, maybe that's in the workplace. Maybe it's starting a business. Maybe it's a ministry. But it's based on our gifts, our education, our equipping, our experiences. That's where our calling comes from. And then our assignments are where we do that. That can be the workplace. It can be the marketplace. It can be in the family. It can be in government, like one of the other seven spheres of influence. But I think authentic leaders are those who know who they are and whose they are. They are the ones who welcome his correction, uh, surrender, trust, obey, regardless of what we see going on in the physical. So if you're out of alignment, like for me, that feels like things aren't working the way I want them to, or I feel like I'm being held back or stalled. Sometimes that means I need to slow down because I'm rushing ahead of God. And sometimes it means I'm on the wrong path completely. And I need to go back to the point where I felt like I was still walking with him. So alignment for me is it's a feeling in my body. Um, I can feel when things are out of alignment, when things feel hard, when things feel messy, right?
0: Yeah, I think... That's also the other angle to look into this. I feel it's uh because I don't want to give a um uh mis um, perception to people. You know, while what Angela said, it's awesome. It's 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 right, and I think we also want to caution um the who are listening or watching this video, this message. It's when we are doing what god is calling us to do when we are like you know step our face and it it, is a little bit like peter right walk out the boat right Mm -hmm. and when he start to you know walk on water right from the beginning it's okay but then uh then he start to feel scared right because he start to he 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 changed his eye sight to on Jesus. He start to kind of look at wow, there's a wing, you know, there's a wave, you know. It's a bit like although when sometimes when we are uh doing what God is calling us to do, we obey, we step out of the boat. Uh, but that doesn't mean uh we will not face challenges, right? Uh, we will not uh face the obstacles. Uh, so uh, but. I think Angela will agree with me, like sometimes even in the middle of chaotic situation, after we thought that we are obeying God to do what he has called us to do, we will have a sense of peace.
1: Yes. Right.
0: Yeah. The peace that even though that maybe the situation look chaotic, but you will have a sense of peace. And so in that moment, you will feel aligned. You will know that you're aligned. On um, vice, vice versa, can be everything look yummy on the top and everything is smooth, everything. But inside of your spirit, you just feel that, you kind of feel like unsettled, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that. Because that's the power of the Holy Spirit living inside of us, right? So we will be reminded. So I just want to kind of use this um, example to uh, remind us all, like, uh, you know, in the end of the day, that we have to call on the help of the Holy Spirit to to see, right? Um, what would you say, since we are in this topic, right? because earlier you mentioned, you know, when it comes to leadership, right, it, it appears in different lab, different uh, industry, different fields, a so field influence, right? The Seven mountains, right? Can you kind of give us an example that how might how apply leadership? Let's say, you know, somebody may be in family, somebody may be in education, somebody may be in different one of the sevens. Uh, what would you say? Because I don't want people feel like, um, oh, leader, when they sort the of leader, they sort the, of, you know, uh, people are maybe inside the corporate world, you know, they are higher ranking. Uh, but actually it's not. For me, if you're a mother, you are a leader. <laughs> yes. Right? If you're a sister, you are a leader, right? So I don't want to take away, I, I, I want Angela to talk about this, you know. Uh, what would you say, Uh when leadership at display in the different sphere influence?
1: So I think, first of all, yes, mothers are the best leaders there are, right? Um, So I think that's important to point out because I think a lot of moms don't feel like leaders. They think, well, I'm just a mom. I'm a stay-at-home mom. I don't do anything. Girl, you are the leader that God needs in this time, in this place right now. Hi there. If you are listening to
0: this now it's September 2023. Pretty much we are close to the last quarter of the year. If you're one of those leaders that you know this is your year, although your revenue number might not align with it just yet, well, then this invitation might be for you. Let me introduce you Divine Design Accelerator. It's a 5 weeks experience to create your sold-out offer suite with purpose and precision. It's going to be an intimate, done-with-you coaching group program. So let's face it, you can have a best offer or best message, but if you don't know how to articulate it to your target audience, it's very difficult to sell. What you will learn in the week one is all about audience mastery and powerful positioning. Week two, we're going to talk about, understand four most common tiered offers and what is required to sell well. A lot of people mess it up. That's why they don't sell. Week three, it's all about irresistible offer suite design. We're going to create your very own unique offer with magnetic alert. And then week four, it's about positioning, brilliance, and compelling communication. Again, you can have a best offer in the world, but if you are not able to articulate that value to your target audience, let's talk about value this word for a moment. Value is not about what you are worth, but it's how much your offer is worth in your potential client's eyes okay so let's make this clear and week five we're gonna talk about dynamic beta launch strategies and peerless client experience in this week we transit from concept to action so you will know how to execute powerful beta launch content strategies not only test and validate your offers but also ensure a standout experience for early adopters. So you probably can tell this is a packed five weeks. The goal is after five weeks, you will be way ahead than others in the last quarter of 2023 and the first quarter of 2024. So if you are even remotely interested, very simple, just go to kellybother.com forward slash DDA. DDA is standing for Divine Design Accelerator. So again, it's kellybother.com forward slash DDA for more information. Really nothing to sell you. It's just an invitation. When you are in that page, you will have an opportunity to schedule a call with me. If we both think we are right fit, you also will receive a special $500 coupon code for fast action bonus but this is only work for this month by the way i do want you to know i'm a devoted christ-centered woman so inside this intimate 12 members coaching group we will use biblical principles and invite holy spirit to guide us through the process you gotta be okay with it okay again it's katiebara.com forward slash dda or just go to my instagram and dm me Ready? That also work. Looking forward to accelerating with you all the way to twenty twenty four.
1: I think leadership is really someone who is self aware, and we have to be self aware because we need to understand that we can't lead others into victory in areas that we don't have victory in ourselves. So the. Key question is what areas do you have victory in? Because that's where God's called you to lead. I know for me personally, I've got 25 years as a mom. I'm definitely a qualified expert or leader as a mom. I also have almost as many years in business ownership. But the skills that were developed in both of those areas overlap. So when I'd come home and my kids were not wanting to do their chores. I could use the business experience, the management of people to direct my kids and to guide them into who God's created them to be. I could take what I was learning from my kids, which is listening well and repeating back what I hear them say. I could take that back into the business and use that skill with my employees. So I think the key is being self-aware, what has God equipped you to do? <clears throat> and how can you use that in the different spheres? Because there are many of us that are equipped to lead in various spheres. We typically have one to three that are stronger than the rest. But if we have victory in those areas, the leadership skills have already developed. You're equipped to lead in that sphere.
0: Yeah, I think um, what Andrew just said, right? It's uh, a lot of times we actually are not aware. We are already leading, right? Uh, Believe it or not, you know, no matter what, um, your life is almost like a living Bible for others, especially for, I always say that, you know, uh, preach the gospel always, uh, but only use your mouth when necessary. Yes, Uh, because most of the time that people are watching us. So whether you like it or not, you know, uh, I think ninety nine percent of us are leaders. And now, you know, uh, especially the the sister in Christ now listening, maybe had this question: say, okay, great, I now I hear you both. Okay, I'm a leader. I I will try to embrace that. But can you kind of uh, show me that is any like daily habits or routines that can we can, can help that uh, individuals to stay connected with their calling, you know, that uh, they are leading from a place of aligned with what God has called
1: them to do. So this may not be the answer that you're, you're looking for, but this is what God gave me. I've developed a process for students. It's called STOP, S-T-O-P-P. These are my daily habits. And they're very simple, but they're profound. Surrender, trust, obey, and he will position and prepare you to lead. Okay, so
0: let's repeat. So S standing for? Surrender. Surrender. Okay, can you elaborate one
1: sentence about it? Surrender is doing the things that don't make sense when you know he's calling you to do them. Awesome. And then the second letter is T. T standing for? trust. Trust is, again, doing the things that don't make sense because you know he's called you to do them. Y'all guys remember the
0: Proverbs 3. (laughs) Ling (laughs) na, your own understanding. You know, sometimes when I saw that verse, I just kind of, Mm. (laughs) that kind of feeling, right? I feel like, I did not dare to say hate it um, because sometimes it's encouragement, but sometimes it's just kind of timely reminder of can just get out of your own way, right?
1: Exactly. So now we have S, we have T. How about O? Obey. Obey. Mm, And it's the same thing, doing the things that don't make sense because you know he's called you to do them. And because you know he is a good father yes right it just like because both
0: angel and I, we are parents right so um sometimes maybe in our kids their eyes doesn't make sense when we ask them to do certain thing or certain way but knowing that our hearts are you know we want we we want good for them right so yeah when we obey we don't want to say oh because he's a terrible guy he's a very scary guy so i need to do that or i will be. I will be beaten, I'll be punished. No, that's not the not that's not the thing. It's more like, because we know he's a good father, right? So we have
1: this yes. How about the first P? Uh, can we go back to obey for just a minute? Because yes, I, I want to point out obedience. So if you think about the Ten Commandments, we were set free from the law when Jesus died on the cross, right? It is all about relationship now. But... If you desire, think about your spouse or your children, you desire to be in relationship with them. You want to be good to them. You want to um, serve them. You want to make them happy. You want to do the things that show them that you love them, right? So that really is what obedience is. It's that desire for that relationship and the desire to obey because of that relationship. Yeah, exactly. And
0: I also remember if you have followed me for a while, I often mention this, right? In the business world, we talk about ROI. Everybody knows what ROI means, right? Return of investment. But you guys also heard I say often, ROO is much better, greater than ROI. So ROO is return of obedience. Yes, I love that. That's so many examples in my life that you guys probably know that, you know, every time that I say yes to the Lord, although maybe my physical body, my mind say, "Uh uh-uh, I don't want to do it, right? And this podcast itself is a testimony, right? Seven years now later, right? Um, I was kicking, screaming, I didn't want to do it, right? So R-O-O is greater than R-I. Okay, so now we have S, we have T, we
1: have O. How about the first P? P is position. So S-T-O is our job. That's what we do. P is position and the second one is prepare. That's what God does. We don't have to do it. We don't have to strive in our own strength. As we surrender, trust, and obey, He does the work of positioning and preparing us. That is so good. Now, um, Angela,
0: would you mind give us one example of this, S-T-O-P-P, that example that happened in your life or happened in, you know, the
1: people you know, your clients or our our family members? So what's immediately coming to mind is back in two thousand twenty. In the spring of 2020, I had just gotten a whole bunch of revelation around my business. I was excited. I knew what I was doing. I had my offers laid out. And God said, I want you to take a social media fast. And I was like, what? Now? Like, I just got all this revelation. I have all this clarity. I'm excited. Like, This is where momentum starts. We got to go now. He said, nope, I want you to take a social media fast. I wrestled with him for six months until fall of 2020. And mind you, this is when COVID is going on too. And I wrestled with him. I finally, in September of 2020, I finally surrendered. I finally got that first step. And I was like, okay, 30 days. Anybody can do it for 30 days. I got somebody to come into my community to manage it. And because I just didn't want to leave my people hanging, right? 30 days, I go on this fast, have a lot more revelation, a lot more insight, even more excitement. The end of the 30 days, I go into my community to do a live, to tell them, I'm back. At the end of that live, I hear that still small voice say, you're not done yet. And I was like, what? I did 30 days. What more do you want from me? Do you, God, do you not understand how this works? Online business, you got to be there. You got to show up for your people. You got to have conversations. You got to be active on social media. He said, Nope, you're not done yet. That social media fast turned into 18 months. And that 18 months, he completely stripped down everything I thought I knew. Every, everything I thought I was. He rearranged me as far as understanding my identity in him, understanding his character. Like he first showed up as a loving father. Then he showed up as my loving husband, Then he showed up as my teacher and guide. So you've got God, the Father, Jesus, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It was a place that was my wilderness place. And I honestly had to completely lay down my business before him. I had made it an idol. And it had taken precedent over my relationship with him. So that really was what it was about for me. But that was the the stop. It was really, it was stop, drop, and roll. So you surrender, trust, obey. He positions and prepares you. I had to drop on my knees before him, lay everything out before him and give it all back to him. And then once I went through that process, it was, okay, let's roll. Now we just take the next right step. And that's what it's been for the last three years.
0: I'm so glad that you share that example. And, you know, uh, it's, you know, that is eats very difficult for uh for business owner to do right and uh, uh but it's that is such a great example of the stock H-T-O-P-P. so I would really uh like that today that if you are listening to this or you are watching this, you know, um go to our IG you know Instagram and let us know you know uh, it's anything that guys are kind of tapping on your shoulder that feel like you need to do this stop, S T O P P. Okay, so Angela, thank you so much for coming on the show today. And uh, uh, we will surely put your link everything in the show note. Can you verbally tell us that if people want to
1: connect with you, where should they go? Uh, you can go to the website at www.kingdomculturerevolution.com. You can also connect with me on Facebook, um, Angela Linville, L-I-N-V as in Victor, I-L-L-E. I would love I wish, to hear from you.
0: Yeah, we will uh, surely put, again, her links and information in the show notes. And uh, looking forward to hearing more uh, miraculous things that, you know,
1: God is using you to do it. Thank you. It's been an honor to be with you here today, Kelly. Thanks so much. You are so welcome. How have you
0: enjoyed today's episode? I hope this episode has encouraged and inspired you to live boldly from now on, as God has called you to, okay? I will see you in the next episode. Hi there. If you have found this episode resonating with you, would you please consider to take a moment, just drop a review on Apple Podcast. It will serve a fresh dose of blessings to those of us who work so hard to produce the content week in and week out. Please go to kellybala.com/ forward slash review. Again, that's kellybala.com/ forward slash review. We really appreciate it. And you will also help more fellow Christian CEOs find this podcast. Thank you so much. Remember, you matter. See you in the next episode.
1: Thanks for listening to the Christian CEO podcast at www.kellybotter.com.